It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Monday, December 21st, 2020. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill is the best dentist I've ever gone to. The only dentist I've gone to the last 27 years. He is going to be that kind of dentist for you. All you have to do is call him to make an appointment. 317-849-2933. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about Indiana University football. It got snubbed yesterday. There's no way around it. Like, you can say a lot of things about what that college football playoff committee did, but that they didn't treat Indiana with the respect they are due for having the 6-1 and record that they had. And that one loss being to Ohio State by 7, this is a team that should have been invited to a New Year's Day 6 bowl. No doubt about that. The Orange Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, one of those bowls they should be on their way to. They're not. They're going to the Outback Bowl in Tampa. But I'll tell you this, it's not the adversity that's coming for you, because it is coming, and it came for Indiana football yesterday. It's your response to the adversity that matters. That's what you can control. And how I'm choosing to control this, I am really, really pleased for Indiana football that this program has put itself in a position where they can be snubbed. This is the first time Indiana has ever been snubbed, good enough to be snubbed, by the College Football Playoff Committee. Yes, Gary Barta, the commissioner uh, of this group, or the leader of this group, he did not advocate appropriately for Indiana. One of his conference colleagues, right? One of his peers within the Big Ten. And why? Because Iowa doesn't want Indiana to have a bright light shown upon it. The Big Ten is good enough already without Indiana all of a sudden being good. So they don't want Indiana to be one of these one of these uh, big bowl participants because that would help Indiana in recruiting and the in in Indiana is better for Iowa if Indiana is bad at football and so that's what you wind up with I'm okay with that I get it I understand Indiana being good enough to be snubbed is enough for me and and it, to me 
it's it's kind of like going to the Final Four without winning the national championship. Sure, you would have rather won the national championship in basketball, but going to the Final Four, earning your way there, only to lose on that final weekend of the basketball season, you know what, that's a victory in and of itself. That doesn't bother me. What happened to the Hoosiers in 2002? I would enjoy that happening again. I think we're going to look back on this season for Indiana football and say, you know what, instead of being all pissed off at Gary Barta and the committee and all of this, maybe we should have taken a deep breath, exercised our demons. Maybe we go out in the backyard and we scream for a second, wash all of that negativity away, and then on January 2nd, if we can get down to Tampa, we go, and if we can't get down to Tampa, then we somehow, with social distancing being a thing and sanitation and all of that, we watch the game together and we enjoy Indiana going to the Outback Bowl because Indiana, and it was last year, Indiana has gone to one bowl in Florida ever. This is the second time they've been able to do it. I'm not going to waste this opportunity to be really, really happy for Indiana University football by being so petulant that I can't enjoy it. I'm just not going to do it. Indiana was terrific this year. Tom Allen, you know what? Really, really good. And Kane Womack, we're going to miss Kane Womack. Really good this year as a defensive coordinator. That defensive backfield, that secondary is awesome. Uh, Most of those guys come back. Can't wait to see what this looks like next year. Maybe next year they can get over the hump, right? And find their way into the Final Four or at least the Final 12. They deserved uh, a bid in the New Year's Six Bowls, but they didn't get it. So what are we going to do? We're going to enjoy the Outback Bowl as we should and hope that Indiana kicks the living hell out of, out of Ole Miss. The former employer of both Tom Allen and Kane Womack. How about that? We'll see what happens with Indiana football and that January 2nd game. But I'll tell you this, throughout the game, I'm going to be smiling. That's what I'm going to do in the lead up to the game. I'm going to be smiling about that too, because Indiana football is not irrelevant in 2020. It's quite relevant. And that's to be celebrated, not find a reason. Could we stop finding reasons to be pissed off? I mean, don't we have enough reasons to be angry? This year, without getting angry about Indiana football, not playing in a New Year's Six Bowl. Are we out of our minds? The Outback Bowl, that's fine. Look, you know what? Yeah, we're sitting at the kids' table at this holiday dinner, right? But at least we were invited to the kids' table. We don't often, sometimes we just knock at the door. Hello? Hello? Can we come in and eat dinner? Nobody's there. Nobody's answering for us. That's what Indiana has been in a football sense. What they are this year is, come on in. You can't sit at the head table, but we're going to put you over here at the first kid's table. How about that? That's good enough for me. I don't like you know, having my, my knuckles bloodied on the front door as people ignore us. I don't like that. We get to sit at the kiddie table. I'm all good with that. Next year, maybe it changes a little bit. The year after, Maybe this is a run. Maybe Fred Glass... The, uh, the former athletic director at Indiana gets his wish, and Indiana becomes kind of that Wisconsin-level program within the Big Ten. Wisconsin, historically, had not been very good, and then all of a sudden in comes Barry Alvarez, and they become really good for a prolonged period of time with different coaches, right? And, and Barry Alvarez as the athletic director. 
maybe that's what Indiana gets to finally become from a football sense. Let's hope basketball can get to where Wisconsin is too. Wisconsin beat the living hell out of Louisville over the weekend, beat them by like 37 points. Indiana, they got over uh, Butler by eight, but I thought the defense played really well, and Armand Franklin is hitting shots. He's five of seven from deep each of the last two games that Indiana's played. They've got Northwestern on Wednesday. Northwestern just kicked a living hell out of Michigan State. We'll see what kind of Northwestern team shows up uh, on Wednesday night. This is going to be a fascinating basketball season. This season is going to be unlike any other. No fans, just weirdness. Everything's weird, but at least it feels a little bit normal to watch Indiana play basketball. Let's talk about the Colts. The Colts, they got another win yesterday against the Houston Texans, and it was very, very similar. In fact, eerily similar to the win two weeks ago in Houston against the Texans, where the Texans, about to win the game in the first one, they fumble a snap. Uh, Deshaun Watson puts it on the ground. Colts, they recover. Yesterday, the Texans, they get the ball back with about a minute and a half left. They move it down the field quickly, easily, cutting through the Colts' defense like a hot knife through butter, and then all of a sudden, Darius Leonard punches at the ball at the two. It comes loose. It rolls into the end zone. Bobby Okereke covers it, and the Colts win. They won the first game against the Texans 26-20 yesterday. They win 27-20. So those are two wins instead of losses. And then you combine that. Remember the fumble uh, of the Packers? The Packers fumble against the Colts just a few weeks ago, right in overtime. The Colts, they take over. They move the ball a little bit. They put Blankenship in a position to kick the game-winning field goal. That's three fumbles late that gifted the Colts wins. As a result, the Colts are 10-4 and four instead of 7-7. Seven and seven. What kind of a team is this? Is this a team that we can expect to win multiple games in January? Or is this a team that may not play any games in January? Uh, other than the regular season finale against the Jaguars. A lot of that is going to be determined this Sunday in Pittsburgh. If the Colts can win in Pittsburgh, all things are possible. If they lose in Pittsburgh, they fall to 10-5, and and all of a sudden the Ravens and the Dolphins are in a position to climb over the top of the Colts, and the Colts could be on the outside looking in even with a season finale win against the Jaguars. This, like I said, a weird season. Usually, 11-5 gets you in the dance, right? Gets you in the tournament. This year, it just might not. And, and Colts fans should be really, really pleased that there's a chance that the Colts are going to go to the playoffs. Colts could wind up with the second seed. You win this weekend in Pittsburgh, you could be the second overall seed in the AFC. You lose this game and win against the Jaguars, you could wind up on the outside looking in. That's the wide range of possibilities that exist for the Colts this season. Another really, really weird season. It's just odd and peculiar. And that the NFL has figured out a way to get all this done is a credit to it, a credit to the players, a credit to the staffs of these 32 NFL teams, as well as the rosters. Um, Good for them. Unbelievable work by the NFL. And, And the Colts... Everything's there, right? And, and so if they miss the playoffs, 
because they lose to a really, really good Steelers team who are going to play tonight against the Bengals. What does that mean about the direction of the team? If they go to the playoffs, you feel like they're taking steps forward, right? If they don't go to the playoffs, you think, well, that was a lot of a lot of hullabaloo for nothing, right? And you start to think things like, well, as well as Phillip Rivers played or is playing, he didn't got to get him there. And as well as maybe they were coached, where are we with Frank Reich? And as much as we like the guys on the team, where are we with Chris Ballard? There, there are so many things. Perception is reality in the NFL. And our perception is going to be defined by what happens this Sunday in Pittsburgh and perhaps what happens the following Sunday at Lucas Oil Stadium as the Colts play against the Jaguars. And, you know, it's a 16-game season. Every one of these games is absolutely huge. You go back to that season-opening loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you think, boy, what if? The Colts should have won that game. They didn't. What about Matt Eberflus as a defensive coordinator? I got to tell you, the Colts won that game yesterday by seven, but I was not a fan of the defense that the Colts played schematically after that third Texans punt. Through then, I thought they were really, really good. But the last four possessions, the following four possessions, the Texans were able to convert into points, and only that fumble kept them from doing it in a fifth consecutive possession. The Colts are a really, really interesting team. They have a lot of boxes checked, and then they have one big one that isn't. And that big one that isn't, you see on display as you watch Lamar Jackson for the Ravens or Deshaun Watson for the Texans or Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs or Russell Wilson for the Seahawks. You see a lot of quarterbacks. How about Ryan Tannehill's been pretty good too this year for the Tennessee Titans? How about Aaron Rodgers? You got a bunch of quarterbacks who are capable of leading their team to a Super Bowl. And sadly, to this point, it looks like Phillip Rivers is not that guy, despite the fact that he threw his third clean game in a row. No interceptions. The Colts are 7-0 and this year. With interceptions, obviously, they're not nearly as good. What are they? 3-5, the, the and five, right? Is that the math? 3-4. and four. They are when Rivers throws picks. Is it time for the Colts to figure out how to get a franchise quarterback that they can count on in the future. Do they have that guy in-house already with Jacob Eason? I don't know. I would think that if you've got your future franchise quarterback in Jacob Eason, he is going to displace Jacoby Brissett. So if the Colts don't make the playoffs, what are they going to do about Phillip Rivers? Are they going to jettison Phillip Rivers? Are they going to keep Brissett and Eason and let Rivers go? Are they going to let Brissett go and keep Rivers? There are, this is going to be a busy offseason for a team that right now is 10 and 4. There's a lot going on with this team that's going to make this offseason really, really, really interesting. And coming back to Matt Eberflus, you know what? He holds people accountable for tackling, for loafs, those non hustle plays where maybe you're on the back end, you just say, well, yeah, to hell with it. We'll save my, I'll save my bullet for another play. Matt Eberflus doesn't play that. Do they need a defensive coordinator who schematically is a little bit stronger than Matt Eberflus with sort of that that umbrella defense where you keep everything in front of you? It's going to be a fascinating offseason. These next two weeks are going to be utterly riveting for the Colts. 
and and us as Colts fans, it's all right there. They could be the second seed, wind up going to the second or third. They could wind up going to the AFC Championship game. This team is good enough to do that. They're also flawed enough not to make the playoffs at all. Just absolutely fascinating. Can't wait to see what happens with the Colts. Like them all. I like Phillip Rivers a lot. Man, do I root for that guy. But he leaves me wanting, doesn't he? He leaves you wanting? Yes. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, at 8.20 on Twitter and on Periscope. Can't wait to talk to you then. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.